It is now zero hour thirty universal time, and here is the news in special English from the Voice of America. I'm Robert Cohen in Washington. Syrian activists say government security forces fired tear gas at tens of thousands of protesters who had gathered in the city of Homs. The Syrian Observatory for Human Rights says about 70,000 protesters had gathered. At the same time, Arab League observers met with the governor of Homs and then with opposition leaders. The observers are trying to learn if the government is withdrawing its security forces and releasing political prisoners. The leader of the Arab League delegation, Sudanese General Mustafa Dabi, said the meetings in Homs were very good. He said he would return there on Wednesday. Iran's official news agency, or IRNA, reports Iran will close the Strait of Hormuz if the West restricts its oil shipments. Such action would cut off oil exports. More than 30% of the oil carried by ship passes through the Strait of Hormuz. The threat comes as Iran carries out Navy war exercises in the area. IRNA reported that Vice President Mohammad Reza Rahimi said Iran does not want hostilities. The West is considering limiting Iran's oil trade because of its disputed nuclear program. About 80% of Iran's foreign earnings come from oil exports. In Washington, a United States State Department spokesman dismissed the Iranian threat. Pakistan and India say they have agreed to call for an extension of an agreement on reducing the risk of nuclear accidents. They are in their second day of weapons talks in Islamabad. Both countries have nuclear weapons. They are also discussing a proposal to remove weapons from the border of the disputed Kashmir area. Pakistan proposed that both sides remove all heavy weapons within 30 kilometers of the line of control. That is the line that divides Indian and Pakistani-controlled Kashmir. The talks are part of a peace process that halted after the 2008 attacks in Mumbai. India blames terrorists based in Pakistan for those attacks. Lawmakers in India's lower house of parliament have approved a bill to create an agency that will investigate government corruption. The vote came after a heated debate and a strong defense of the measure from Prime Minister Manmohan Singh. Opposition leader Sushma Swaraj said the proposal would not work because the anti-corruption agency would be controlled by the current government. 
anti-corruption activist Anna Harare began a three-day hunger strike in Mumbai Tuesday. He is calling for a stronger law. The 74-year-old activist also threatened a wider civil disobedience campaign starting on Friday. He said activists would go to jail if their demands are not met. Russian Prime Minister Vladimir Putin has rejected calls to repeat Russia's recent parliamentary elections. Mr. Putin says the opposition has no unified program and no way to reach its goals. The Prime Minister did say he wants the presidential election in March to be completely free and open. He says he does not need to cheat in order to win. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. More than 24 military officers have been arrested in Guinea-Bissau in connection with violence Monday in the capital. Those arrested included the country's naval chief and the former army chief. Military officials told VOA that they expect several political officials to be arrested on charges of supporting rebel soldiers in attempts to oust the government. On Monday, separate military groups fought each other in the capital, Bissau, after rebel soldiers raided a weapons supply center and the offices of the armed forces. The government says it has created a committee to fully investigate the incident. In Afghanistan, police say a 15-year-old girl who had been held captive by her husband's family is now free. The girl, Pari Gul, was found in an underground room of her husband's house in Bhagwan province. Officials say her face and legs were severely beaten and that her fingernails had been removed. Police began searching for Ms. Gould after her parents reported her missing. The girl was married about seven months ago when she was 14 years old. Officials say her husband's family tried to force her to be a sex worker. They locked her up when she refused. Police say they have arrested her husband's mother and two other women. Her husband has fled the area. Also in Afghanistan, the office of President Hamid Karzai said Tuesday the government would accept restarting peace talks at a Taliban office in the Gulf state of Qatar. The president's office said holding talks in Qatar was acceptable, but Afghans must lead the negotiations. Earlier, Afghan officials said future negotiations with rebels should take place at an official Taliban office inside Afghanistan. The Afghan leaders also said that fighting and violence against the Afghan people must end before negotiations with the Taliban could begin. North Korea has made preparations for the funeral of its former leader. 
Kim Jong-il's body will be carried through the main streets of Pyongyang in a funeral march Wednesday before his burial. So far, state media have not released details of the planned event, but have said that foreigners cannot attend. Political observers expect the ceremony to be similar to that of Mr. Kim's father, Kim Il-sung, in 1994. Thousands of people passed under a giant picture of Mr. Kim at the Morning Center outside the capital Tuesday. Many carried white flowers. And hundreds of Cubans have gathered outside the Spanish embassy in Havana to apply for Spanish citizenship. Tuesday was the last day for Cubans with Spanish ancestors to apply under what is called the Law of Grandchildren. The law gives full citizenship to children of Spanish citizens born outside of Spain. It also gives citizenship to anyone whose grandmother or grandfather went into exile after Spain's civil war in 1939. Spanish officials estimate that as many as 180,000 Cubans will apply, but Cubans must ask permission to leave Cuba. Briefly, here again is the major news of the hour. Syrian activists say government security forces fired tear gas at thousands of protesters in the city of Homs. The official Iranian news agency reports that Iran will close the Strait of Hormuz if the West restricts oil shipments. And the Indian Lower House of Parliament approves a bill to create an anti-corruption agency. That's the news.